Hey everybody, this is Tim Stafford, producer here at the Vox Podcast. I'm coming in one more time to give some context to this episode, just in case you missed the last one. When we were in uh, Orange County to do the heated conversation that Mike and Bonnie did, we also uh, hunkered down in a recording studio for the day and filmed a few mini episodes answering listeners' questions with the intent of launching a YouTube channel, which we have just recently done. So for the month of December, we will be releasing some mini Q&A episodes that are accompanied by uh, filmed video versions of them on our new YouTube channel. If you could, check it out. We'll put the link in our Instagram bio as well as share the video on our Facebook page. If you could subscribe to it, like it, share it, any of those good things, all that helps the podcast grow and uh, just adds people to the community. On this episode, if you stick around to the very end, after we're done uh, discussing the question that's come in, I put a little extra something at the end after the music fades out. A little Mike Erie original tune. So uh, stick around, hear Mike sing his heart out. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being a part of this journey. We value this community above most other things. We're very thankful. All right, here we go. Mike Erie, Bonnie Lewis, a conversation on privilege. Hey everybody, Mike, Tim, and Bonnie. You looked at her for Tim and me for Bonnie. <laughs> That's right. Um, you can't, listen, you can't box me in like that, man. I Listen, we are, it, it's so weird. We are in the same room together. It is uh, October of 2019. Yep. We're in town for an event called Heated, and we said, you know what? Doggone it. Let's get together and let's make some mini episodes. You know what I'm saying, guys? Yeah. So here yeah, we yeah. are. We are at Gold Pacific Studios, which uh, a friend um, who I've known for a while uh, owns the studio, and it's absolutely incredible. And just mm -hmm. free plug. If you're podcasting or doing, if you need studio space, this is actually a really cool, yeah. really cool, quirky spot. Um, but today, we want to continue on doing some mini episodes. As yeah. always, thank you for liking and rating and subscribing and giving and participating. Uh, we love, uh, we love the questions. We love the feedback. So, Bonnie, what do you got for us today? All right. <clears throat> Over the past few years, I've noticed Mike's theological shifts and Whoa. tensions play out. No surprises there. Well, yep. <clears throat> yep. He started in a place I also was at the time, disgruntled white male evangelical. Okay. okay. That's, maybe that should be the Christmas t-shirt. <laughs> There's the mug. <laughs> There's your mug right there. Oh, conservative, trending moderate, or perhaps moderate, trending slightly liberal. Okay. Nowadays, I think we could be on the cusp of a more dramatic, eerie transition moment. Whoa. If trends continue, I predict that in the next few years, Mike will become more and more theologically and culturally liberal. Okay. That's not necessarily bad, but it is interesting. Okay. That prediction is an extrapolation based on my qualitative assessment of the trends <laughs> in front of me. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep. That's like charts and graphs. That is charts that and is, graphs. That That's is. awesome. Um, based on my qualitative assessment of the trends in front of me, okay. which include 
A. Okay. Show co-hosts. Yes. B. Amen. Show. That's all you need to say. <laughs> Harry Potter tattoo and all. Exactly. B. Show guests. Okay. C. Increased usage of cultural flag-like words like. Cultural what words? Oh, excuse me. Flag words. Flag like, words. I said I missed it. Mixed those up. Okay. Flag words like white privilege. Yep. Persons of color. Ooh. Oppression. Okay. Etc. Okay. My concern is primarily in that last marker. So in okay. the cultural language. Okay. I'm concerned that while you all have stated the goal of wrestling with questions and following Jesus into the tension, you will slip into an implicitly intersectionalist, postmodernist viewpoint enabled by a lack of balancing voice among the co-hosts. Yeah. Your vocabulary is already I... half there. Dang. I'm not suggesting we shouldn't grapple with identity realities. I welcome the chance to seek truth on all of the topics. But there are so few voices in the culture wars, yes, even the Vox podcast participates, that are nuanced and intellectually honest rather than dogmatic and ideologically driven. Was that a compliment there? We participated in the culture war or in the nuanced part? I I think it was the culture war. Okay. I don't think that was a compliment. It troubles me to ponder whether those qualities will begin to fade. Ah. Postmodernism and and intersectionality. Wow. <laughs> Intersexuality. No, that's not what I meant. Intersectionality. <laughs> There's, speaking of flag words. <laughs> oh, my word. Speaking of flag words from the liberal co-host. Um, they are tempting because they neatly explain so much, but their roots are in resentment and, in, and desire to invert the scales of power rather than the sweet face of Jesus. The words are or the co-hosts? I think words. Yep. Um, I echo what other writers in have noticed, and you have seemed to downplay upon reading their thoughts. You need to speak. You need to speak more of the beauty of Jesus to balance out the pain and anger. Paint a picture. Mm. Sing a song. Mm. Weave a story of his beauty and how his way is better. Let your, I like the sing a song part. I do too. Let your love compel you forward more than your anger does. Rant okay. less. Cast vision more. That is my request. All right. Um, who is this? John. John. Man, first of all, how great that we have a community like this that models exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Right? Disagreement, respectful, yet firm and honest. So I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it, John. Scientific. Thank you. Scientific yes. even. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, man, many, many thoughts. And I'm sure you'll have... Several Bonnie and then Tim will say something profound and quiet at the end. Um, <laughs> Kerfuffle. <laughs> Kerfuffle. That is a great word. One of Seth's favorite books is called Nuffle Bunny. And Nuffle Bunny. yes, and it's like Kerfuffle. It just is a good, like, silly word. But d- anyway, back. Okay, so, so co hosts. Um, and, and let's talk about liberal and conservative for a second. Okay. Um, I don't want to be liberal or conservative. I want to be biblical. And in some cases, that makes me politically conservative. And in some cases, that makes me politically liberal. I Very little of my faith in what I believe has changed. How I believe it and how I express it have changed radically 
Mm-hmm. So I've I've totally evolved on women in leadership from a position that was a kind of a soft complementarian position to now a full-fledged, you know, her- heretic advocating for women in all levels of the church. Um, my uh, my view of the the Holy Spirit and the Spirit's participation in life today has opened up, absolutely. My view of communion has grown less restrictive and more open, <clears throat> but. Uh, in terms of like the core stuff, I mean, all that's still there. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, you know, so I get I get blasted for not like not using the word infallible for the Bible, and it's just well, I just don't think it's a helpful word. Like, the, so 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 the first point is I I don't maybe that trend quantitatively will continue. I don't I don't see it happening. I see what I see happening is me becoming Jesus is becoming bigger. And so pro-life to me used to mean pro-baby or pro-fetus. Now it means pro-woman, mm. pro-mom, pro, um, pro-immigrant, pro-prisoner, pro-anyone um, other, right? Uh, civil liberty, I mean, all of that is wrapped into pro-life. Now that didn't mm-hmm. always, so is that more liberal or is that more biblical? Um, so I don't, I, don't, I don't totally respect the binaries that even are underlying the right. question. Because uh, I would certainly differentiate between theological liberalism and um, and uh, Polit- you know, yeah political liberalism. Thank you, Bonnie. Mm-hmm. Because I I don't I don't think many if you if you knew I don't think many people would call me a a, a theological liberal. I, I certainly though believe in some things that get categorized that way. Mm-hmm. But oh, man, the goal is to be biblical. So um, the the reason I love the co-hosts that we have, Bonnie. Uh, Bonnie and I have a deep friendship that goes back. I love that she has different beliefs on many things than I do. I love that she's younger and that she brings a, um, a different perspective and that she has felt some of the carnage of evangelical culture so differently than than Tim or I have. Mm-hmm. Um, so is she probably politically more liberal? Probably, I don't know. I don't know either, but I would uh, you're guessing? I'm guessing, you're guessing I am, yeah. But, but theologically liberal, I don't know. I mean, you're translating the Bible, so maybe, you know, that will kerfuffle. <laughs> a few uh, people. Yes, yes. Um, I don't know. But so so I feel like we have all the same, the, the, the central thing of the faith in common. But my biggest point against this, not against this, but just two in response to this, is um, how I express my faith is is vastly different than how Mm -hmm. I would. So if I were going into Afghanistan, um, I would look at the cultural language and I would seek to translate the gospel into categories that were meaningful to the people I'm trying to reach. Right. So I think like privilege um, I think that speaks to something that's real. If you don't like the word, let's come up with a, a new word. But I use it because that's what that's what the people who felt like they are not privileged use to describe the fact that my experience is very, very different as a white straight male mm-hmm. than um, than other people's experience. And I'm seeing this just personally with my sweet daughter who is in her early teens. I have to have conversations about dating and sexuality and safety that are so different than anything I've ever experienced, anything I have to talk to my son about. Um, And that's just a reality. I mean, you just, I have to tell her what what being roofied means at this freaking age, right? Well, what do you call the fact that I've never had to worry about that? What do we call that? Because that's something real to me. Mm -hmm. It's real to me when I see see 
um, some of the videos that are out there and talk to some of my African-American friends who have legitimately experienced um, brutality. I mean, you, I mean, you're watching. There's no way a white person gets shot through their window. Right. There's just no freaking way. Right. Um, and it, thankfully, the guy in Dallas was charged with murder. But I mean, there has to be a word for that. So I don't know, you can object that I'm playing into intersectional postmodern ethics. I think what I'm doing is using categories uh, that have been used by culture uh, to proclaim the good news of Jesus. And so I, I, if, like, if you take somebody who's transitioning from male to female, let's say, right. and they give you their preferred pronouns. Now, I can hear a lot of Christians saying, well, they're still whatever their biological sex is. Uh, why would you do that? Why would you enable them in their lie? To me, I'm sitting here going, listen, my goal is to get the gospel a hearing. Mm -hmm. And to do that, why do you fight any battle that's secondary to the beauty and majesty of Jesus? I don't. I just don't get it. Nice. Why do I want to argue about whether or not I'm woke or not, or whether or not privilege exists? That's not why I'm on planet Earth. I'm on planet Earth to reflect the beauty and majesty of Jesus somehow, some way, some tiny speck of that. Um, and to me, it makes total sense when, when there are marginalized communities who are pointing out things that are real about our world and using words to do that, of course they're flag words. Absolutely yeah. they're flag words. And that's exactly why we use them. Yeah. I mean, what would you say? I, I would agree with that. I and mean, we, see, we see that happening in scripture when Paul does it and he's quoting, he's quoting the poets. In Acts, yeah. Yeah, in Acts and he's quoting people that worship another God. I mean, totally. he's, he's, he quotes them. Um, I just want to, for the sake of argument here, raise the question. Do it. Of. Um, oh, we're beyond the sake of argument. Uh, yeah, I guess we are. I, what I read, <laughs> and tell me if you read something different. Yeah. It sounded like he was saying, Mike, you're heading in a very li theologically liberal direction. And one of the reasons I see on that trend is the show co hosts, among these other things. Yes. Um, that that uh, that comment as a woman is interesting. I'm actually less concerned about whether you call me theologically liberal or conservative. I actually don't care. But um, as a woman, it's interesting because the amount of times that women are told that everything in the church is their fault mm. is a million. Mm. So mm. Eve ate the apple, so therefore all women are gullible gullible they don't know what they're talking about seductresses yes if if a pastor has an affair it was her fault yeah if a woman gets raped it's because what she wore oh my so goodness. what's tough here someone's preaching right now <laughs> what's tough here is that um so you i'm sorry no 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 so is that what, what i hear when i read something like this is that when when a woman comes involved she's gonna take it down in a bad direction. Uh, but that should equally be frustrating to the men at the table to say like, I have my own, I have my own brain. Right. You know what I mean? I, even if Bonnie went in a totally different direction, like I'm still me, you know <laughs> what I mean? So, but as a woman, that's, um, that's a damaging assumption, I think, to hear. Frankly. Dang. I got nothing to add to that one, wow. Oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, but see, there it is. I didn't hear it that way. Because no. I've never had to. You've never had to. Because it's not your fault. Right. And you didn't eat the apple. And it's you and men don't. You know what I mean? It's women get blamed for it. And we just yeah. do. I mean, I can't tell you the amount of times and the amount of emails and the amount of things I've gotten that have said you, when I even when I was getting my master's, 
you're not you can't be trusted with that information because you're descendant of Eve and she ate the apple so you're what? people women really, are really quote that oh my like you I, I should send you some of you should I get. because like <laughs> tonight it heated we're, we're gonna talk about it. I mean yeah I uh, like I, <laughs> I I have gotten a many times that's funny you're a heretic you're going to hell are you sure they're not talking about your hair <laughs> yes. in that instance you're going to hell okay you're a heretic and everybody who listens to you is going to hell. Wow. Because you deceive every, like, so that's the line there. So that's like, that's yeah. a bummer. You know what I mean? So what, yeah. So to our questioner, what do you call that? Yeah. Right. That's where it's like, well, it's, it seems like, yeah. <laughs> yeah it I seems mean, like it seems like I, I, cause I don't have to have that same battle just to be heard. Exactly. Um, but he, I would, would like to say that he did, uh, Follow-up email. He did. The second follow-up email. Nice. He said, hello again. I will keep this one short. I was too quick to dismiss Mike's co-host. Oh, come on. In my previous email. To John. John, Whoops. cheers. I'm particularly impressed with Bonnie's dedication to let the text lead the conversation. Why is he leaving Tim out? Oh. Tim doesn't lead the conversation. <laughs> there okay. you go. And her even-handedness in the outros that the team has been doing lately. I'm similarly excited about what Mike mentioned recently regarding getting more conservative podcast guests to bring some balance. So let me walk back some of the strength of the critique in my previous email. I should have listened more fully before speaking. All right, now go nuts. If you respond, I'll be thrilled to see what you have to say. I so appreciate that. You never hear that. No. You don't get a, my no. bad. Hey, um, John, that's awesome. That's so great. It also proves exactly what I thought. Like, for me to walk in the room as a Bible teacher or a theologian or anything, that comes with a certain set of assumptions. Yeah. It does take a strong person to then go back and go, I was, I was, I was wrong. Yeah. No, but that's that awesome. is true of a woman in the church. Yeah. Well, and I and I would say, listen, if I'm gonna go, if I'm gonna go liberal, I'm gonna do it on my own. Yeah. Like I don't. I mean, I love Bonnie, but I, you know, <laughs> I mean, I love Bonnie, but if I'm going to go liberal, I'm going to do it regardless of whether Bonnie's with me or not, yeah, right? Totally, I mean, it's, yeah. No, same. so but 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 I, but I see, I can see where people say that, um, and I can see why people think that, and I think it's a very fair question to me. The co-host thing, that's that. I see where that gets really icky feeling. I, I see what he's saying to me mm -hmm. and saying, dude, just stick with the beauty of Jesus. And I'm like, yeah, I got that. But it's because I see the beauty of Jesus so much as a counterpoint to what we're seeing in the world, mm -hmm. whether it's from Republican or Democrat. Like I read this great uh, line from Stanley Hauerwas. Um, there's a name. Say it's Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Yes, Howard Wass, um, who, who was just saying, listen, all Rep Republicans and Democrats do are argue about which way, which is the better way to be conformed to the world. Mm. And it was like, mm. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, kind of that's, that's how it is, you know? So that's a, that's a very good point. So anyway, as we come into another year of election cycling, good Lord, these are good, really good tensions to try to walk and keep in mind. Mm -hmm. So John, thank you, my friend. Thank you for listening. Thank you for... To, for typing in. Thank you just for your follow-up email. It's really, really cool. And yeah. for the what you think. I mean, always, we always don't shy away from disagreement. Tim, as always, the privilege of the last word. 
kerfuffle. <laughs> All right, friends, till next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, this is for Seth Erie, okay? Okay. Now, I am well known around our family as an excellent songwriter. I kid you not. I've written... This is... I did not know No, this. no, no. I've written a song that Seth loves called Pumpkin Patch. Okay. <laughs> I like um, it already. Poo <laughs> um, Poo Tigger is another one. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, but, but... So Seth has something called a floppy. Okay. Um, a floppy um. is... It's some ratio of like a comb and then a lanyard with a clip. Okay. And so it's it's firm, but then the end of it is super floppy. floppy. So he calls it the floppy. But he ha he does this thing, and we just saw it. We yeah, I don't know a while ago. We saw him start to do it, where he will he will he will examine different candidates for flop worthy status. Oh, I love it. And he'll flop, and he's he like, and then he'll do this one, <laughs> and then he'll do this one. And, get, and, and then he'll just it. walk off. And just walks yeah. in. So I was trying to describe, really love that. speaking of language that you try to invent to describe something, I began to call that the coefficient of flop. <laughs> okay? The coefficient of flop, if it's a high, high coefficient of flop, it means it's flop worthy. Right. If it's a low coefficient, it doesn't flop very much. Are you with me so yes, far? Yes, yes. So that's the setup okay. to the following song I dedicate to John. Okay. In the name of Seth. Let's do ready? It. I'm so ready. I wake up in the morning, shake my sleepy head. It's so very dark out, I wanna stay in bed. Uh, once I get going, I will never stop. I gotta start looking, looking for my flop. I said it's a coefficient of flop. Coefficient of flop, flop, flop. Coefficient of flop, never stop. Coefficient of flop. Woo! Good job. I wonder if I can't edit music into that. You you oh. need to. That was good, no, Eric. That was horrific. All right. <laughs> so anyway, Seth will love it. Seth will love <laughs> it. Now he's gonna play it as oh, he many. Will.